0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I
1: am your host, Tyler. I don't have a catchy slogan, but I'm Till.
0: <laughs> if you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and sometimes provide current event updates about various aspects <laughs> of D&D <laughs> Edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. <laughs> um, you just missed our fantastic spitballing about a city made out of mimics.
1: I think we should say the for another. I, th- I think that's an episode because that's an idea that somebody can take and run with. I don't so. even. Well, how do you make and, an episode out of that? And I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. A city made out of mimics. I think I've seen that idea somewhere. Like the buildings are mimics, the benches are mimics. Yes, the and then the people, people are doppelgangers. So it's like a shapeshifter or, or, city, or or changelings, shapeshifter city. Yeah,
0: shapeshifter city, maybe Transformers. Yeah, more than like meets oh, the you eye. walk in and you sell a bunch of shit to the shopkeeper. What's shopkeep. the planet Transformers are from? Cybertron or something like that. That's the name of the city because it's just more than meets the eye.
1: <laughs> oh good my hand didn't slap you i was really uh, worried i had to look down just to make sure real fast
0: oh that was timmy hitting in the face oh yeah yeah. yeah. now i think that's a fun
1: idea so we'll save it for another time
0: we have to basically not talk off the air we have so like uh, we'll have we, a whole conversation th- like, there's why? plenty
1: of D to talk about in this world like d- don't get it twisted there, there's so many topics that we can discuss but at the same time Every single time we talk, we find ourselves stopping ourselves. Like, no, it. Save it for the show. We should just get that tattooed on our forehead so that when we look at each other, we say, save it for the show. I did
0: see on Reddit today another person has a, uh, this tattoo uh-huh. of the dice. I have the, the polyhedral dice on my arm. And that's a, it's a growing, growing in popularity. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Huh? I'm debating what to do for my next tattoo.
1: Get a uh, D4 on the tip of your dick. That way you're always doing a D4. What? Yeah. Well, when you get a D20 or D100? You're not that impressive. You don't fucking know. <laughs> At least a D8. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we're going to forego the deck of many topics today and just sort of pick them ourselves because yeah. we're, we're running low and we're selfish. Where do you want to start? Uh, arguing over
1: rules. I like that one.
0: All right, we had a topic in there. It's sort of best practices... When arguing over rules in a session, or just having
1: a rules dispute
0: during a session, yes, in game, in game, not a have your podcast argue about rules. No, this is when you're playing. Yes, and really specifically an argument between the DM and the players. Yes, not player versus players.
1: I don't think I've ever had a PC versus PC rule argument
0: ever. That's an interesting thing. I've only ever had like a one player is dumb and another corrects them. Yeah. But normally the PCs don't argue. But not like a, this is how it's written. But that's not as it's intended. Yeah. Which, never. For, for those of you who are not aware of the shorthand you might see online, R A W is rules as written, R A I is rules as intended.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So you might see somebody talk about, oh, well, in the raw, it says this, when it very clearly means in the intended. Like in, um, I can't even think of like a good example off the top of my head.
1: There's, I mean, there's so
0: many. There's so many. The rules are full of, proofing errors or, or or missing things or loopholes, right? There's that was one of historically, historically for us, the greatest rules argument, I think we've ever had, and it was between me and my brother, was whether fireball exploded in a A sphere sphere or a a ring. ring. Yeah, a little ring. Like, cause he played Baldur's fucking gate, and it exploded in a ring graphically. Because the game wasn't going to render a sphere. But that convinced him, no, this explodes in a fucking ring. But he... And this was third edition, mind you. And this would happen all the time. We would get into it in-game because he argued, that's how a rogue can dodge, can 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 save on a fireball because you can jump over the blast wave of the ring. He's an idiot. It said, it said in the rules that it blossomed into a ball. It is fireball. Fire fucking ball. I don't think... I don't think any normal human on planet Earth would say, oh, no, that explodes in a ring. Yeah. It was called fire blast, maybe. Yeah, blast wave. Something like that. Pyroclasm. Yeah. Anything fire adjacent. And it's not adjacent. ball related.
1: Yeah, fucking ball. Fucking ball.
0: So that, but that was a dumb way. My brother was not good at arguing about rules. Although,
1: theoretically, the ball could just be like the small red projectile that you shoot out of your hand, and then it blossoms into a fire ring. I kind of feel like the the bead you shoot on a fireball is non-dimensional. Like It looks like it has size, but it's more like a... I always think of it as, like, um, in certain animes, like, whenever there's, like, something that happens really quickly, there's, like, a like a little flashing sequence yeah. to represent that it happened really quickly. Yeah. That's what I that, imagine. like, glare, like, yeah. solar,
0: what's it called, lens flare, like, yeah. thing. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, I would not advocate for arguing, arguing over rules, like, passionate, angry, yelling, threatening your brother with death and beatings. Don't do that. Here, listen to me, teenage boys out there. Don't do that. And yeah, then you don't just talk just, to your siblings uh, ever time again. Time out. Just don't do that. Period. Period. Yeah, straight up, don't do that. I think there's an acceptable way to debate the rules. I
1: agree? Question mark? Question mark? Park and art? Um, go ahead. I'll let you go first. What do you think? It's.
0: <coughs> As a DM, I kind of have final say. But I've seen so many stories of people being dumb in so many instances where I overlooked something that it's, in, it's incumbent upon players to not necessarily not come knives out for me, like, no, the rules are this, but to say, no, listen, you're wrong. This is what it says. Because if you don't hold me accountable, then how can I say, how can I be an authority figure mm-hmm. if I'm not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, where you you can impeach me, basically. I'm not beholden to my players. You're not infallible. Yeah, I have to prove that, not, I, res- that I respect not the rules. God. You don't know
1: that. No, you're not.
0: So I think arguing about rules, yes. Actually, arguing, yelling about rules, no. We're adults here.
1: At what point do you stop? Stop what? Stop arguing. When like, so- obviously, somebody's going to say, uh, for example, let's say that somebody's an assassin for whatever reason that it may be. And, like, the assassinate feature says that if you go before somebody in initiative, you know, you get advantage on the attack because, you know, that's awesome and cool like that. But your DM says, well, actually, that doesn't happen. Even though you went before them in the initiative order, technically they were aware of you, so it's not like you can get this advantage. You know, you know maybe you just let that one go after a while.
0: Hold on, everybody. We're going to uh, pull up the rogue. Why aren't you, you're right there. Why aren't you? Because I don't have the player's handbook on D&D. Because <laughs> I'm cheap as fuck, man. <laughs> cheap as fuck. Assassin. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat yet. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Start, let's remember, read the whole thing. Good. Starting at third level. Yeah. You are at your deadliest when you get the drop on your enemies. Yep. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat. Very yet. straightforward. In addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised, surprised. is a critical hit. Yes. Okay. Totally different. So you're telling me. That there's characters say you're coming. Yeah. People know you're coming. Yeah. Right. Okay. They get you know you don't have to jump on them, but you're like you kick down the door. They're kind of aware aware of you at the same time. Yeah. Oh no, let. let, uh, But I act first. But you act first. Yeah. Once upon a time in there was no ready or no surprise. There used to be flat footed. There's no surprise around anymore. But nowadays there's not. There's no. That's fine. There's a surprise condition. Yeah. If this said. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that has the surprise condition?
1: No, it says you get critical hits against them. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, but I get advantage if I go before them. That's as simple as that. I don't know what the hard part is. The hard part is I feel like even if somebody, if they're aware of you, you don't have to drop on them. It's not a matter. That's not what it says. It says I have advantage if I have an attack roll that against something that hasn't taken a turn in combat. It doesn't say about if they've seen me. It doesn't, it doesn't say if... if I jumped, it, it, So you have a different condition for this prize. I'm not remembering. I'm not remembering the exact circumstances, but like, it's every session because I'm an assassin.
0: Say we have, um, like you're at a, you're at a, say you're at a dinner. Yeah. And somebody betrays you. Yeah. Perfect. We roll initiative. Yeah. You get to go first. Yeah. You get to have advantage on the attack against them. Yeah. Why? Because you don't have the drop on them.
1: It, I don't have to have the drop. It says it. No. You're
0: you're deadliest no. when you get the drop on your enemy. Yes.
1: It says, you have advantage on attack rolls <laughs> against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat this is yet. This not how to have an argument about... No, see, but this is exactly what we're talking about. These, the, this is the exact argument that you're going to have in some session this someday. Is, yes, so this
0: is not the form. So, this is and, not but,
1: how and the way that it was settled is the DM ruled, and I said, dick, okay, and I moved on. And
0: we're having this conversation now. Now, so back to my initial example, just for the specific... Hold on, I'm checking the clock on right here. My specific example of, you know, somebody knows you're coming. Mm -hmm. they hear you you kick down the door (sniffs) initiative okay I get it you know they haven't acted yet they're not surprised they haven't acted yet that makes sense my latter example of we're sitting down at dinner we're talking to each other you stand up we roll initiative you try to stab me I don't like that okay that
1: feels like I knew you were there how are you getting the drop at me okay right Well, Maybe we're expecting combat. Like you know, I'm there, but how do you know you you might not be expecting me to come up and stab okay, you? Okay, so then it has to be incredibly. You gotta think combat happens in six second intervals. This is like we rolled initiative, and all of a sudden, bam! Six seconds. No, later, combat happens you. simultaneously. The so and yes, it happens. So in, in six this case, intervals. I
0: think as the answer, as is the answer, many times the answer is much more nuanced, where the DM would have to say, "No, no. In reality, he was ready. He was waiting for for." It's not about being ready. You right? don't say anything about being ready. It says get the drop on. That defines, that means,
1: not and ready. I, and I did. We we both rolled initiative. I get to go before him. That's the drop. He didn't go before me. Mm-hmm. He might not have his weapon ready or anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, it's right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, he is describing the... Rai version of interpreting rules. I'm doing the raw. Interpretation well, you're doing of R-A-W, rules. raw
0: of the second line. I'm doing a whole read of the entire paragraph.
1: Yes, I'm reading the rules. I understand. You know, you're, you're trying you're, to. You're, you're trying to use words to make your case. I'm using words this is as they're supposed are actually to be. Written.
0: A session about the about about how
1: to argue about rules. Not arguing about a rule.
0: So I think let's get back on topic. We are please. on topic. The
1: literal topic is arguing about rules. I've waited a long time to drag this out. And we're going to get to the bottom no, of
0: it. No, the topic isn't arguing over rules. The it topic is. is should you and how do you do is it? Is
1: there a best practice for arguing over rules during a session? This is This is so a podcast you, session. So – Let's, so you're not let's <laughs> take this – Okay, so what I would say is whenever you have a time in your life that you have to argue about rules, don't save it for the podcast or the session because there's only so much time in a session. You got to understand you don't get a whole lot of time to do this, you know? Don't waste a session trying to decide if I'm right or he's right. Or yeah, wait this till you come
0: over on Tuesday so we can argue about exactly, it on air. Exactly, exactly. This fine. is something
1: that needs to be done on air so that the public can, you know, pull in and say, till you're can, absolutely right. Can we
0: hash it out later and get back to the topic at hand? Go ahead. No, okay.
1: I'm, what, my point being, there isn't a good way. Ultimately, the way is one side, usually the PC presents their case, the DM takes it into account, and then the DM makes a ruling and everyone moves on. So what if the DM is clearly, clearly wrong? So what? You move on. And use it against him later. <laughs>
0: so be petty. Your answer would be petty? No. That's not healthy. Yeah, I said use it later. That's how being petty works. That's not being petty. You said use it against him. Yeah.
1: Specifically. So at some point when he has an assassin and he's trying to do the exact same thing, you can be like, oh, nope, you don't have advantage on that. My guy knew about you. I snuck up on him. No, he, no, you didn't actually. He knew you were coming. He acted you see, like none me. of you know this.
0: Till's incredibly petty. Incredibly petty.
1: And thin-skinned.
0: Literally, poke him, cancer. It just... <laughs> So you're telling me
1: that the solution is to be petty. I'm telling you that the solution is let the DM decide. Mm -hmm. And then hold it
0: against them. You're saying hold a grudge? That's what you're saying? I'm saying. Your solution is hold a grudge.
1: Exploit it at a later
0: date. That's called holding a grudge. Okay. That's your fucking solution. That doesn't sound healthy in any way.
1: What would you suggest?
0: That we have a nuanced conversation about it. Perhaps not when we're wasting time in our podcast. People are going to love listening to this. Okay. This is going to be hilarious. Hey.
1: This is the way the world works.
0: No, adults have nuanced conversations and come to a compromise. What is nuance? Neither... Can't we just be direct about it? No, Nuance means. Nuance doesn't mean indirect. Nuance means you take into
1: account all the details. Okay, so now we're gonna have. Now we're gonna have a discussion about what nuanced means. Uh, can Google nuance. Neither...
0: Artificer. Nuance.
1: You're wasting time. Oh, subtle shades of meaning. Oh yeah. Subtle shades of meaning. Let's not
0: say it's not indirect.
1: That's exactly what subtle shades. Okay, we're do. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Anyway. The ultimate point here, Peter. No, this means
0: that you are taking every consideration. The subtle shapes of meaning of a word.
1: Yes, exactly. Including drop-on. You're not directly saying what you mean. You're no, bringing, no, no, no. Don't start. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Ultimately, the point is there's going to be fights, and you got to just let, let the DM decide in the game. Settle it outside of the game. At the end of the day, I think that's what's most important.
0: Yeah, settle it outside. No okay. game. If it's one of those things where it's like...
1: No matter what it is, no matter what rule you're arguing over, it's not breaking the game. If
0: it's an impasse, then no
1: totally settle outside the game. No matter what it is, you're not breaking the game.
0: I feel like most arguments
1: can easily be settled
0: by consulting the book. Right? Well, we just did, and you're wrong, but that's neither here
1: nor there. I said most. Yeah.
0: It can be can settled by, oh, no, this totally does this thing. No, look, it literally says this
1: right here. You're wrong. Yeah. There are rules, but that doesn't always sell everything.
0: Like, okay, for example... Fireball is two D sixes.
1: Yeah. Easily. Easily remedied.
0: Right, you look at it, there's a numeric thing. Yeah. Not most things do not have a the any gap for you to go into and say,
1: mm, right, what about what yeah. about where
0: I am right here? Yeah, like,
1: you know, you drew this map, you know, is there enough room for me to squeeze by? There's there's no rule on that. Right. It's
0: just, oh no, not really. I just drew it kind of imprecisely. Yeah. Right. Which is the the sort of the goods and bads of an imprecise game, or a game that requires imagination, mm-hmm. is that there's room, there's wiggle room. Now, the best part about rules and breaking them and exploiting them is this: in this game, is it allows you to have crazy, exciting things that you do. Yes. So, for example, recent session, when character Ruck in our in our party was engaging in feats of strength with some dwarves, a rock punching contest, and he sort of palmed a Thunderstone, and I allowed him to use it in a way that it's not intended to, like, blow up a rock when he punched it.
1: Why didn't it blow up his hand?
0: Because it was funny. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. Why didn't it blow up his hand? Right?
1: That would hurt his hand. It would it probably would have hurt his hand. Yeah, very much so. Right.
0: If it was able to blow up a rock, why didn't his hand blow up? Yeah. But there's... The rules
1: are there for this purpose to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Right? At the end of the day, I think, most importantly... Whatever rule is more fun should probably win. That's a very interesting perspective that I do not disagree
0: with, which makes me reconsider my position on the assassin feature. doesn't matter. Just, Why? Because now you want to hold it against me forever? Yeah, of course. But That's really dumb. But that it, makes me never want to be your player in your campaign. What do you mean? That you're the kind of just, person that's literally going to hold a grudge
1: against me for just, more than a year? Just don't be an assassin. No, because anything I do, anything I do where I'm like, well, the rule's like this. I got nothing on you except for the assassin thing. The fact that you think about this and remember this
0: shows how sad that
1: is. Oh, my God. Get over it.
0: I am the one over it. You're clearly the one who's not, bro.
1: Whoa. Whoa. We're talking about rules here.
0: Yeah, you're the one who's going to hold it against me that I didn't rule in your favor. (laughs) That's not good. That's not healthy. You should probably get over some therapy or something about it, bro. He thinks I'm the
1: thin-skinned one.
0: I'm telling you, it's not healthy to hold a grudge about a rule in a game.
1: We're getting off topic.
0: Arguing about rules. Should you do it? No.
1: No. (laughs) At the end of the day, no. We.
0: I think we've realized at the end of this, no. No. Say, I don't agree. Really? And then, okay, fine. And then have the conversation after the fact. Because you have a limited time in game in which to engage. Enjoy your time playing the game. Right, because if... You piss off your player, then all he's gonna think about is getting back you.
1: At the end of the day, advantage could literally get you a one and a one, and it's not worth fighting over.
0: Yeah, I did the math. We've done the math before. Like, if you have advantage, your odds of rolling a twenty are like nine point two five percent, or mm-hmm. something like that. It's like just under ten percent. Yep. So you still have pretty good odds of rolling a shit number. Yeah. Liam O'Brien was DMing with D and with his kids like last week, and he he tweeted about how his, like his kid got had disadvantage and he rolled two 20s. And they, they, like his tweet was, we're still picking
1: pieces of the kid's mind off the floor. <laughs> well, see, you know, it's good that happened to him.
0: Yeah, right? That's never happened to me.
1: No. I don't roll well. I don't roll 220s.
0: Nobody rolls two twenties. Oh, except when you get those instant kills back in the day? Back in the day. Third edition. That was probably one of the best rules in third edition. If you got
1: three 20s in a row, you kill 20. It. Okay,
0: you hit it. Roll. You, you threaten a critical. Roll for the confirmed the critical. 20. You confirm the critical. You threaten an instant kill. Roll again. You had to hit it the you third time. You just had to hit it the third time. But if you got the 20, you automatically hit it. Yeah.
1: So, like, literally, a there, there's a story online of how an uh, animated cactus that could throw coconuts killed a black dragon by throwing a coconut and rolling a 20-20-20. So, the best part about arguing about rules,
0: I think, are house rules and optional rules. Because they have the most
1: room around them. All the room. All the room. There's literal nothing but right.
0: room. When in, there's nothing but room. So, it, it opens for... Has an, um, rather It's an opportunity for confusion, but it's the most easily settled. Yes. Where it's like, we instituted a new house rule recently, mm-hmm. and I decided, I let the players say, once per long rest, basically, it's a little more new one. A little more complicated than yeah. that. Instead of, when you fail a death saving throw, instead of taking the fail, you can take a lingering wound. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty straightforward, but then people started asking me all sorts of questions I didn't think of, and I had to answer them. Of like, uh, uh, What was the one that came up? Um, you know, like rolling a one. Are you know, you're taking multiple ones? Yeah. Or, you know, if you are healed, can you do it again? Or things, things like that.
1: Sorry. Yeah, if you heal your lingering wound. Right, exactly. Can you do it again?
0: So, house rule, it's really easy because your players go, oh, no. He's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just, I'll just change it. It's just a house rule. You mm-hmm. can do whatever you want. Or the optional rules are a little more unclear, but they're fun things like flanking. We don't do flanking. No. But some people were very confused by flanking in the past. Yes. Like, everyone. why don't I get a flanking bonus? Can you draw a line from one corner of your mini to another corner of the other mini and it passes through the monster? Like, that was that was the rules for flanking. If I could draw a line from a corner of my mini to any corner of the other one, like, didn't pass through the monster, you didn't have flanking. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really peculiar, interesting... Rules. Just
1: be on the opposite ends. It's not hard.
0: I know. It? I feel like it's not hard. Just look at it. But some That's people. That's why we have minis. Just look at it. Some people don't play with minis. Just look at it. I think the, I think the the biggest argument against playing with flanking is that the monsters don't have flanking. Because if the monsters have they flanking, don't. you you don't. If I if I give you guys flanking, the monsters should flank. I why we don't play with flanking. I know, but it's like, a lot I, of people demand flanking.
1: I would completely agree that if if PCs get it, then the monsters should get it. Of course, and that was like they'll
0: murder you then. Yeah. All the time. All right, we're gonna have a conversation and we'll be
1: right back. Welcome back. The burnt bridge has been mended. <laughs> there was never any bridge. It was a ferry. Mended. It was a boat. The ferryman took a break.
0: Sharon. Sharon? Sharon Char- Sharon? How do you say
1: it? S H A R N? Is that what it? Is? The ferryman. Sharon Boatman. Sharon? Whoa, that's weird. Whoa. No. Okay, I'm not There's actually a Sharon Boatman. There's out actually a there. Sharon
0: Boatman. That's weird. I would not want to be that person. I think it's Sharon.
1: I don't know. Or Unless Charon? Charon? Yeah. The guy know. who
0: you give the money to yeah. take the yeah, cross the river sticks the, to you go you happy life. Two, yeah, yeah, two yeah. Perries. Two pennies. Two Perries. Two parries. Two, two
1: look- pennies. Oh no, never mind.
0: <laughs> 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 Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. It is. I
1: did not. That that was instinct. He. It's all. It's still new to me. It's Still fresh. You know. I, I never watched for the that.
0: program. Either program. I didn't either, but
1: I I understand that he was a person. He, oh God! It's just getting worse.
0: He. Okay. Most people are people. We'll
1: edit this out.
0: I'm not gonna edit this out. Um,
1: although we've well, come we're, So we're recording this in advance obviously. To yep. the end of the road. This particular episode, so Luke Perry
0: had died yes. recently Yes. and uh
1: it's still fresh. It's kind of For those of you who don't
0: know who Luke Perry was, he was an actor on 90210 and Riverdale question mark.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's correct. So He was also in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie with Christy Swanson and Donald Sutherland.
0: Donald Sutherland, huh?
1: Yeah, really. Yep.
0: Okay, anyways, let's jump into our second topic for the show today. Again, we're not picking from the deck of many topics. We're just picking.
1: Picking? I got nothing to go with that. We're just picking. Picking our noses. Picking our friends.
0: How to end a campaign, when, why, blah, blah, blah.
1: All the good stuff.
0: So, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, statistically, most campaigns end Around level ten.
1: Around level ten.
0: Yeah. Um, that is not all by nope. any means. Our most recent full campaign, you made it to level twenty. Yep. Which feels like a natural termination point for a campaign.
1: Isn't? There, what's there to do afterwards? Fight gods. Epic boons. Yeah.
0: You guys, unfortunately, because of poor counting, failed at level twenty. You actually succeeded in real in reality. Yes. But you. It's like
1: playing poker. The the cards read. Yeah,
0: but you guys read the
1: cards wrong, which is my favorite. It was the best. Yeah, our barbarian pulled a barbarian.
0: Literally forgot to add. Several several dice of damage, yes. yeah,
1: and we only needed like two more damage.
0: Yes, yeah, you were I think you were eight short, I think you were eight short.
1: And I think you got like eight d fours. Yeah, something stupid. Um, See, no, you got you got ten. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. crits. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so there are ways to end a campaign that are seem natural. Can you? But I want to want reason I, wanted, I wrote this down, mm-hmm. and I wanted you to share if you were okay with it. Mm-hmm. The sort of anecdote of with me or with the audience you shared with me about ending your other campaign, your Monday campaign.
1: I can't. I mean it's it's still happening.
0: Not the not the how, but the the story of interacting with your fellows like I'm planning on ending oh, the campaign. Oh, oh, yeah, that I can do. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh the the campaign it is coming to an end, a very dramatic and lovely end. I think it's I think it's been a beautiful campaign so far. It'll end about uh 13 months in. I think that's about how long it'll run. Uh we're about 11 in right now. I think it's got about 2 months of juice left. Um but so yeah the the end was nigh uh and so I sent out a message to the group I'm like hey guys uh not in the immediate future but sooner than later the campaign obviously is going to end and so I'd like one of you to start to prepare something to take over as the DM for the next campaign or the next one shot or whatever we do next because I know Tyler knows anyone that's ever DM'd anything knows it takes a lot of effort especially at the start because if you don't have a world already created and you're going straight from scratch and homebrewing everything that is weeks of dedicated work to make to make the world to make the people to make everything to make the story so i wanted to give them as much time as possible and uh, i think uh, a few hiccups aside it it's it's gone well so far how was that received uh, so for the most part, everyone was fine with it, uh, save What for, level were you players? Uh, everyone was level 11 at this point. Uh, they'll be ending probably somewhere around 13, maybe 14, depending on what they ca- accomplished. So was there a reaction regarding their level? Yes. Uh, it, it, well, just one person was very convinced that we had to get to level 20. If we didn't get to level 20, like, what's the point of the, Like, isn't there just more? Can't you just make more stuff after this? Like... Like, I get that this is this part is ending, but isn't there more to the campaign? Like, aren't you supposed to hit level 20 in every campaign? And I'm like, what? And, and I gave a great <laughs> analogy, um, and I was actually very proud of this analogy. And it's that, as a DM, I create the, the bones and the muscles of this campaign. And you, as the PCs, make the, all the – you flesh it out literally, and you give it blood and you give it life. And if I just started adding stuff, it would be literally like throwing extra arms and legs onto this wonderful body of work that we've made. Yeah, I can do it, and there will be more, but it's gonna look like shit.
0: And I think that was a good analogy and a good response to your one player, because there's this, there's that expectation on their part. Who is this person new to the game of Dungeons and Dragons?
1: Uh, I, not really. Uh, maybe Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, they've definitely played played games. various RPGs for decade plus there there's a sense of well level 20 terminates the character so why don't
0: we get that far um there's like a notion about that and i gotta tell you in our in my many years so two wait, 2000, it's been a while 2000 19 years almost of playing this game two <laughs> campaigns have made it to 20 from from scratch many have been started like level 12 and gotten really far uh, so i've had one yeah they don't. They don't get that far. Oh, and you know why? Because there's another way to end campaigns. You know what that is? What? Fucking killing all the players.
1: <laughs> well, that, or maybe there's just an ending. A logical ending. Yeah, a logical ending of TPK. Yeah. TPK. Total party kill. The threat that is, you know, prevalent in the world. Prevalent? It's over. Artificer. Artificer. Uh, the
0: uh, The way to end a campaign. There's really sort of three ways to end a campaign yes one great success nailed it
1: stories over well we're heroes good job Crushed guys. It. awesome they will sing songs of you for years to come two everybody dies everyone dies horribly no one cares anymore you're Three, lost history the fizzle out everybody stopped playing i think there's a fourth what's the fourth just a logical ending like a spot where yeah there's... that's the the heroes Everybody's oh i done. thought you were there's... saying level 20 was no, the no, no.
0: heroes no, that's oh, okay. that, that's the, that's the thing that's the same ending like if I end my campaign at level fourteen or I'm level twenty, if the story's over and it's I over. won, the story's you over did. and I won. I can beat Skyrim at a really low level. Yeah. Or I could beat Skyrim I can go through all the Great beard at you a know, super and, high level.
1: And end it at level forty.
0: Right. I oh. could one punch a dragon or not. Yeah. I could have I could be like Till over here and sniping things from shadows and slow motion all the time. It's always good. It's boring. It's wonderful. It's or a I challenge. Or I could be like me and play the cat folk and literally barefist things to death. Oh, yeah. So satisfying. Yeah.
1: So satisfying. We all get our own enjoyment out of our things. Yeah,
0: like getting in there and just literally clawing things to yeah, death. Yeah, good. so funny. It's so stupid.
1: I would kill your catfolk. You wouldn't even know it.
0: Uh, yeah, cats are dumb. Obviously.
1: You wouldn't even
0: feel it. So the, the total party kill ending Shot, one kill. runs the risk, though, of man. of okay, you guys are fighting this thing. And it's not even the big bad. It's just like a, an enemy.
1: Yeah, that's always the worst one. Like, if you die at the end, fighting yeah, the great Yeah, a dramatic evil.
0: ending, the world ends, whatever. Yeah, but you might run into a cyclops on the road on accident and, it just and piss it off, you. and it grabs you and turns your head into jelly, and your party's done. And it's like, oh. Even if it kills like four out of five party members, there's a sense of, do we re-roll or is this? That's is the end this of the this story. Like, does this, this one guy go round up four new randos to pick up the story of these five characters and continue? Probably not. Maybe. Probably not.
1: Maybe. I liked it.
0: No, he's literally picked up pieces along the way. Like, the, it's like <laughs> it's really like a wheel. Um, but the, the TPK part ending tends to feel
1: bad. Of course it does. Yeah. No one wants to lose, and that's the ultimate loss. Is it losing? It is losing. Not well, winning. Not Oops, dying. Sorry. In the not final fight, is that winning? Dying in the final fight. I feel like it's something I say a lot to people about D
0: and D. Is how do you win? You don't. There's no winning. There's no losing. No, you you complete your objective
1: or you don't. Yeah. I guess that's winning.
0: It's. I don't think it's. I don't think of it as winning. You, I think you of win it as, the fight.
1: You don't. Like you don't complete the fight. You win the fight. Well. You win the day. When you're losing the game.
0: Yeah. That's different than when yeah, you're losing the I, the objective. I. I I have a friend in D.C. whose husbands might be getting into this, and she's asking, like, how do you win? You, there's no winning. There's no winning. There's no losing. You have a mission. Maybe you complete it. But the game continues. Yes. Like, sure. The
1: world continues. You should have the game conti- The world continues. The world continues to spin no matter what.
0: You're – well, yeah. Even if your par- entire party dies, we pick up a different story. The game continues. Yes. As long as I'm the DM and you're my players, it's the same game of D&D, even yeah. if all the pieces are different. Yeah. Even if we've – Picked, we, we, you put aside the the wheelbarrow and he picked to put aside the hat and now you're the boot and now I'm the race car. It's it's still Monopoly. It's, I'm always the hat. Really? Always. I like the uh, the thimble and the always. iron. Which hat? You top
1: hat. Do? Okay, I
0: was gonna say classic. It? It should be a bowler cap.
1: Nope. Classic top hat. It's boring. Monopoly sucks, by the way. It sucks when you play with our friends.
0: Do you know why Monopoly sucks?
1: Because no one will trade with no, me. No, because ending the game sucks. Oh.
0: Yeah, I shouldn't trade with you anyways. Bullshit. Why would I do Why does no one trade with me? It's like playing Catan with you. I'm not gonna trade with you. Trade with me. Oh my god, I won the last time I played Catan. So good. So I haven't played Catan in a long time. Played with my mother and my wife. Crushed them. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> no, dude, my wife wins all the time. No, I'm talking about playing as your mom. I'm sure I could beat my a- mom. No, she's, she's actually game. pretty good. She's much better than she used to be. She's won a couple times. Oh. Yeah. I oh. know. Shocking. God, you suck. Shocking art supplies. I am really bad at any game that depends on dice. Ironically. That is true. That is actually very true. Ironically. So the the third or uh, cards the third thing or that I board I've, in general shut up. the third thing of a uh, uh, campaign ending is the most depressing and that's like people lose interest or vanish or travel away they ghost your campaign yep. that
1: sucks yeah I mean people leave people move now one thing I will say is that in this lovely day twenty first century we have, yeah we've got. Roll20, we've got all kinds of online We Discord. can even Skype in There's all kinds of ways to play the game without being there well, I lived in New Jersey for a while We played yeah. over Roll20 Yeah, it was wonderful So
0: there's there's really no excuse to like Short of,
1: you literally not want to play the game anymore
0: Yeah, or maybe your time zones are so dramatic that you can't manage it Yeah, you, like, like, I live you in Japan. just got
1: married and had a kid You literally have no time for a and d campaign anymore
0: Why'd you have the kid? It Got in the way of D&D
1: Because you want something to continue your legacy when you're dead what Legacy. Oh, you'll know. You want a future player for your D&D game. You'll know. <laughs> you want a kid to teach them the ways
0: of the Dungeons and you'll the Dragons. You'll know. So we're currently, let me check my. We're currently, both in your Monday group and in my our Thursday group, sort of getting to conclusions. We're yes. getting to the final yes. arc yeah. Of wrapping things the up. The
1: mysteries are being unraveled. Right. You
0: finally see you're starting to see the pieces come into play. You're just making the big decisions now. Yes. Right? Um and <clears throat> neither neither case is likely to get to level twenty. No. Do you think that our players, especially on Thursday, will be bummed about that? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So what do you do then? What's next?
1: Well, obviously you need time off. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I would say is we'll probably have somebody step in and do one of the pre-mades that I bought for them years ago that they never played. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that goes, and we'll give you time to regen. Go from there.
0: So I think so when you end a campaign, I think that that refractory period is what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. In between campaigns is really important. Yeah, you um, got to like, keep playing. Even if it's not D and D, you should keep, keep the playing, group yeah, together. Keep playing games, obviously, but like of. Maybe you, do a your your players need to get away from those characters. Yeah, your DM needs to get away from Being th- those bad guys. And Being that, a DM in general. Well, that storyline, especially because, you know, I spend all my spare time thinking about that storyline. If it concludes, I might be tempted to like continue thinking about that storyline as opposed to oh, I need to start over, mm-hmm. move on, move a different place, build a new world, make a do a pre made mm-hmm. things like that. So I think ending a campaign is important that everybody. Or take a deep breath from D and D, from that campaign specifically, from those characters, from those feelings. You know, even we talked about, we talk about it all the time. We talk about critical role all the time. S- season two, campaign two, there was a lot of time between campaign two and campaign one. It was like a month, yeah. and their characters are so dramatically different mm-hmm. from those before. Sam Regal even talked about, oh yeah, I'm a rogue. But like Liam was like a super cool badass rogue. I want it to be the opposite of that thing, mm-hmm. right? You need that, that mental space so you can be like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I want to be, I'm no longer that character. I'm this new guy. Mm-hmm. I'm something totally new and different. And that's, I think, a fundamental part of ending a campaign is putting your character to rest.
1: Yeah. Where it's. I think there was. Because we took how much time off between your first campaign and this new one? I have really no idea. There was a, uh, it was a it was good months. chunk It was a it summer. Was it, was several entire, months. it was like a whole summer. Yeah. Yeah. Of
0: time. Yeah. Because I was writing, I was coming up with how a goblin society would work. <laughs> I was like, form, like writing the, the hierarchy how and that their, that and their, their it, yeah. rituals really poorly is the answer, which I should have expected because goblin society is stupid. They have a lot of cool deities, though. Heads up for anybody who to do a goblin campaign, look at their deities. They're very cool. They are. Yeah. They're just very cool. Yeah. Didn't work out that didn't well. Didn't work out very well. Uh, I think we abandoned the jungle. So quickly. abandoned the jungle because actually threw bro. a
1: cool dude. In. I didn't How do think you not you'd follow do it. the
0: cool dude. He, you didn't like him. Well, of course. He not. died, and you literally didn't
1: care. No, did not care what well at all. At all. He brought us went, to a terrible city. That was funny. Like, why did we go the opposite way? Like, if we were going to quarter. Why didn't we just go towards quarter? I think it was just proof quarter? that goblins were dumb. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that was what that. Ended we follow up being. charismatic people. Like, we can't help it.
0: So that party was originally five goblinoids, and it now is, and an orc, It's a goblinoid, or your goblinoid? In the in the world you're operating. Oh, okay. I'm like, I think so. and now is two, two survived. Two have survived, and at one point it was only one. Well, one had left, so one was in the party. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, twenty to forty percent success That's, rate on the goblin party. That sounds party. about right for that a goblin party. That sounds about right. I'm actually kind of proud of that. I think a t- I think a forty percent success on a Goblin Way campaign, I think that's high.
1: <laughs> Poor Robin Moblin. didn't which, stand a chance.
0: Which brings us back to a point that we talk about a lot in the strategy that we came up with of, introing a campaign, switching roads to a different campaign. That kind of ends the initial story, like which we're about to pick you, back up. You could pick it back up, but it like puts a damper on it, like really dramatically. You could argue that's ending a campaign is if you're and if you're, I think if your players are all right with it and know. You can end the campaign any way you want. Yes. You don't just drop it on them like it's over. It's over. What? Wait, what? Like you? Okay, you killed the big bad.
1: We're done. What? I I think honestly, any good campaign ending feels like an ending.
0: Yeah. Feels like a feels like a conclusion.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You're playing the dramatic music. Somebody dies. Somebody's she's rescued. There might whatever, be a big reward, I- treasure. a a. a Kingdom, who knows? My kingdom for a horse. Yes. A horse. Horse. Horses. <laughs> so I think in conclusion, really just giving your players advance notice, and, yeah, ending, def- and ending in a way that feels good, man.
1: Especially give them notice if you're gonna have someone else take over the reins. Yes. Because you don't want this. You don't want the group to stop playing. Well, and somebody might want to, be like, oh, I want to try this yeah. thing known as DMing. So you're gonna be really jealous of this, but we have one guy was going to dm an actual campaign but before that might happen depending on when this one ends we've got a guy that's interested in doing one shots just to get his legs as being a dm
0: yeah my party total potty kill hear that people want a dm yeah maybe they're they very excited maybe try it I'm looking at you <gasps> motherfuckers all right we totally learned
1: nothing. nothing
0: but you and i personally solved stuff we we came to terms for more of these scintillating arguing about rules
1: or if you have your own rule argument that you'd like us to debate I'm sure that we'll have please, opposing views
0: totally please most of the time like, you'll just go on reddit and you'll see my dm said this and everybody's like they're a fucking idiot like hundred percent of the time but if you have something new I want to say nuanced again but I don't want to use the word nuanced anymore if you realize
1: that he's wrong in the no way it's he not it.
0: you're reading nuanced differently nuanced as written nuanced as intended um make sure to subscribe and rate the show Wherever you found it, wherever you found it, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Follow us on the Twitter at RWD Podcast, and uh, just like Till said, feel free to send us topics that you want to hear about. Just real fast, yes. Before we
1: get to the end, hold on.
0: Or I, your D D rants at RWD Podcast at Gmail Okay, go. I, I
1: I would like to put something out there into this grand scheme of the world. What's that? Uh if if we get. Fifty unique listens to this. We're gonna look at all of the places that we put Which this.
0: Pretty.
1: Okay. Just anytime you listen to it, just just send us a, a quick message like I listen to it, and I'm gonna make a Twitter, and I'm gonna follow you, and we're gonna have conversations. We have a fun. Twitter. No, I'm gonna make a Twitter. No, you're
0: not. Yeah. You don't want people know who you are. Right? I'm gonna
1: make a Twitter. We have a Twitter. I'm gonna make. I a... just tweeted today about it's going how. It's gonna be out there. The studio. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead, and I'm, we're gonna we're gonna be friends. Okay, if you want to be friends with Till. I'm putting that it. out there. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Love you, Till.